Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. It's the Round Ball Rock Podcast, starring Dave Schilling, Pavel Podkelsen, Kirk Snyder, Joey Devine, Jackson Roman, Victor Kiriapa, Sean Keen, Robert Swift, Sebastian Bassey, Telfair, musical guest Sugar Ray, and now the temporary host of Round Ball Rock, Joey Devine. Hi, it's me, Joey Devine, the temporary host of Round Ball Rock, which very temporary because guess what guys we heard from dave this week and he is alive dave is alive (laughs) uh dave's baby is alive Mm -hmm. uh he's planning on helping us podcast again soon so uh good no good news for all you joey haters out there which by the way if you're a joey hater you can suck my d oh damn (laughs) weird way to start this podcast (laughs) Um, Sean, how are you? Uh, I'm doing, I'm doing well, Joey. Thank you. I'm, I'm excited to, I'm excited that all those shill heads out there, um, man, we, each of our fan bases needs like a little name. I don't know. Joey. Shill, shill heads, keen freaks. Keen freaks. (laughs) And Joe dogs. Uh, are you a keen freak, a Joe dog, a shillhead, or just a round ball rocker? But the, what the fucker? Um, all right, that is gross. Um, what's 
we've got some lingering business. Yeah, we want to. Do you want to watch that business linger? Yeah, well, okay, so this was the most exciting thing that I learned this week. Uh, maybe that says something about what kind of an NBA fan I am. I don't know. Uh, but, Joey, we know that uh, the powerhouse that took Slovenia to the, the gold medal, I believe, in the Euro mm -hmm. Cup in basketball, the Luka Doncic-Anthony Randolph duo. Why did yeah. I say his name like that? Uh, <laughs> That's how you say his name. It's Doncic. Doncic. Okay. Doncic. Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. Just trying to be respectful to Zach Lowe and the entire Croatian community by, by nailing <laughs> the pronunciations on these names. Uh, they they have continued to play together, that, that dynamic duo on yeah. Real Madrid. Mm -hmm. And so I was looking at that roster because they just played a, a Clasico against Barcelona, uh, which is less Clasico than the soccer games that they play. Uh did you know that their roster has uh, Walter Eddie Tavares, the 7'3 mm -hmm. guy who was uh, the Cavs' like fifth third big man last year? They also have former warrior Ognjen Kuzmich. You know his name is Onion. 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 That's right. I, I, yeah, the Kuz God, dude. I had – I started Wilt to doubt my – Kuzmich. <laughs> Wilt Kuzmich. The, the Kuz, the original Kuz God. Yeah. Oh, man. Kuzmich <laughs> and Kuzmich. But do you know who else they have on their team? I do. Rudy Fernandez. Yeah. Talked about know? as another, like, white whale on this podcast just mm -hmm. a few episodes ago. This is incredible. Um, Joey, is there anyone they could realistically add to this team to make them more up your alley uh yes uh first off i looked at this roster yeah. like two weeks ago and i was like am i the gm of this team <laughs> um, i can't believe that that anthony randolph and rudy fernandez are on the same team <laughs> uh but there is one other person that i would I would add, if I indeed were the GM of the Real Madrid team, he's a uh, a guy I loved for no reason in the draft in the early 2000s. Uh -huh. And I cannot think of his name right now, but you will remember it. He's that Finnish point guard. Oh, Petteri Kopanen. Yeah, Petteri Kopanen. <laughs> that is who they should add. That is the other guy I was obsessed with in the mid-2000s. I want to say the Mavs retained his rights for a really long time. Like, they might have only renounced them when they signed Chandler Parsons, possibly? I That sounds right, I think. Oh, he's on Barcelona. So he is actually... Copenhagen did play this dream team like a week ago. Yeah, well, he should join it. He should join it. <laughs> uh, the Mavs still... Uh, have his rights. Uh, the other guy they should. Oh add? no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. They they were. Oh yeah, yeah. No, the Mavs still have their, have his rights. Yeah. Uh, the other guy they should add is they should uh just sign Jason Richardson. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Why not, man? <laughs> yeah. Let him um, hang out. All right. More lingering business. Yeah. Sean. Uh. 
as our loyal listeners know, and all the keen freaks know, yeah. definitely know. This is bulletin uh, board material for the keen freaks. You hate the fucking Clippers. I do. I, I mean, I guess I do hate the Clippers, which is weird because I don't really hate Blake Griffin or DeAndre Jordan at all. Uh, and in fact, like them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I like Patrick Beverly. It's it's Doc Rivers, I think, that is really fueling this. And and just... Sean, why do you hate me? Why do you hate me, Sean? I put a I put a bottle of Haterade in the ceiling tiles of the Round Ball Rock recording <laughs> studio. Um. Anyway, it was more that I just thought that their early success was a fraud. Since I called them a fraud, they have lost five straight games. Yeah, and, and they they're are. facing what you call four straight losable games. Four straight losable games. I Except... think that's a better phrase than winnable. <laughs> Except I'm looking at these games and I'm like, I think the Clippers are going to win all these games. <laughs> well, they, they're playing Philly at home. Mm-hmm. I think they could lose that game. Yeah, I would say that game is a toss-up. And then they but... have Cleveland on the road followed by Charlotte on a back-to-back I think they can beat I think they can beat Dwight Howard. Yeah, they can probably and then they have the Knicks on the road, which uh didn't they lose to the Knicks like two weeks ago? Yeah, I mean look. Uh Porzingis has been crazy. Yeah. But when Porzingis does not play, the Knicks are not good. Well that's true. That's true. He so is... we'll see if he plays. <laughs> Oh yeah, he is he is a little banged up, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so the Clippers were at one point the last undefeated team in the NBA. But uh not anymore. Not anymore. But then five you called seven. them frauds and they Look, lost five games in a row. I got it I got in their heads. Alright? I did. I'm sorry. Austin! Austin! There's a man in Eagle Rock I need you to beat up. <laughs> Austin! Now I know how Moses Malone Jr. felt. <laughs> um, all right, one last thing. Yeah. Is this a reader question, Sean? Oh, yeah, we got a, we got a tweet, actually. Uh, from This is from our Latvian listener. Oh, my favorite guy. At M. Friedman's. Friedman's? He's my second favorite Latvian. The first is, of course, Andres Biedrins. Yeah, but but Frida is is, is climbing up. Uh, he sent us a Jalen Brown tweet and asked if Jalen Brown had. Uh, please use his actual round ball rock nickname. Oh, J Bro. J Bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, J Bro. Uh, did J Bro join the woke up? And Jalen Brown's tweet was, "Do you really die?" If your ideas live forever, which is, it sounds like something that people would say about like Martin Luther King Jr. Um, so my question is, is did Jay bro smoke weed for the first time and then tweet this? <laughs> it's, it's possible. I mean, I could, I could see that happening. Um, I also would probably hold Aaron Baines responsible if that were the case. You think Aaron Baines is providing weed to that team? I mean, that now that I've said that out loud. Um, <laughs> yeah, I 
I don't think it's really a stretch <laughs> to think that Kyrie Irving might have right. brought a certain that is what i was suggesting <laughs> because you look at you look at some of the things and you're like huh he didn't really get along with the other guys on the calves i would i would say that uh lebron james is not a weed smoker wait you think he does smoke weed yeah he's like a young he's like a young guy um, I bet, uh, I, I wonder if J.R. Smith maybe does not smoke weed anymore, however. J.R. Smith, well, maybe not anymore, I don't know. He but for sure smokes weed, what am I saying? Why would I'm he stop? Say. Why would he ever stop? Uh, I think, first off, that, um, most of the NBA smokes weed. Uh, secondly, do you think Kyrie says, do you guys want to very much smoke Oh, before he smokes them out. Do you want to very much smoke? Yeah, um, I'm very much smoke. Um, do you want to? Because uh, he's that. Because that's how he famously got very much woke. That's true. That's true. Man. <laughs> well, do you think he? Do you think he? The, he'll ever like bring out a joint and be like, guys, uh, let's pass this a flat. Take a hit, pass it a flat. He's um, not going to pass it around. <laughs> yeah, I got it. It was just terrible. <laughs> um. So my question about this question is, this, I don't really think this is woke. Sean, do you think this is woke? Uh, no, because I, I just wonder... It. I thought it was in reference to something, and mm-hmm. I feel like he is maybe becoming like awakened, but not really woke. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like he is. This is maybe a thought of a guy who went to his first college philosophy class. Like, his eyes are open, and he is like awake to possibilities. But I don't believe he is politically woke. Based on right. this. This is like woke in the way like the flat flatliners are woke. <laughs> like yeah, like he's uh this is like he's uh he's in Pleasantville and his mom just learned to masturbate and things are becoming uh colorful instead of black and white. <laughs> um speaking of Jalen Brown on Twitter though. I guess I should bring this up because uh, I saw I, it's not on our rundown, but I remembered that I saw this last night. Uh-huh. Um, can I read you a tweet from Adam Duritz of the Counting Crows about Jalen Brown? You never have to ask to read a quote from Adam <laughs> Duritz. All right. <clears throat> he tweeted, the first time I hung out with Jalen Brown, he was an 18 or 19 year old freshman. My first thought was, he should forget wasting time in the NBA and just run for the Senate. But then I remembered Bill Bradley and thought, shrug, why not just do it all? So Adam Duritz has from endured, the Counting Crows. From the Counting Crows has endorsed <laughs> yeah. Jalen Brown as a Senate candidate. You know, Diane Feinstein's seat is up. So right. I mean But then he's like, No, we can't have an 18 or 19 year old senator. He should play in the NBA for at least a few years <laughs> so before defense, joining the Senate. In defense of uh, our friend M. Friedman's uh, yeah. 
Adam Duritz does clearly think Jalen Brown is woke. Oh, so. that's true. Yeah, he's um, Mister Woke and me <laughs> playing basketball. All right, um, Kyrie Irving, Hayward, <laughs> making the jumpers rain. Um, basically, okay. My thing with this tweet. Yeah. Unless we've talked about this tweet for so long. Yeah. Uh, he's spending too much time with Kyrie Irving. Yeah. Clearly. Uh, Kyrie is infecting his brain. And uh, if that continues to happen, I don't know if he's going to be a senator. So Adam yeah. Duritz, step in here. Yeah. When he says, do you really die if your ideas live forever? That's Kyrie Irving talking about Ptolemy, uh, the Greek astronomer who believed that the Earth was at the center of the solar system. <laughs> so we on Round Ball Rock, we're Team Copernicus. <laughs> All right. All right, should we hit the news? Let's hit the news. This is Round Ball Rock News. Basketball news. For humans and robots. Trust the process. Um, first off, Sean. Uh, Kyrie Irving, Bobby Portis struck again, and wow. Kyrie Irving has a broken face. God, he's not even, isn't he still suspended? What is happening? <laughs> Just kidding. Aaron Baines broke it with his elbow. Oh, listen, uh, it was not, it was not a highly trained assassin. It was just an oaf. Right. <laughs> Bobby Portis is the NBA's highly trained assassin. Um, yeah. He's, he's taking out a lot of guys. Gra- he's the NBA's grassy knoll. Remember um, when he punched the front of the Oklahoma Thunder team plane while it was in the air? <laughs> it was messed up. Uh, Caved in the nose. Damn. He beat up Rand Paul. That was crazy. <laughs> yeah, I uh, guess Bobby Portis relaxing in his summer home in Kentucky. But you know what? Don't blow leaves onto someone else's yard. It's a really easy solution. <laughs> Bobby Portis will kill you. So Kyrie, he's going to be fine. He's going to play with one of those masks. Yeah, he's really... Do you feel like there's there's a lot of um, post-Shaq Kobe going on with him right now? I don't really know if it's Shaq and Kobe... Because... No, it's not, it's not really... Sorry, it's not really Shaq and Kobe. I just feel like it's very Kobe in that era. Yeah. I just don't think there's any – weirdly, there's, like, almost zero animosity coming from LeBron's side. Oh, I agree. He's so passive-aggressive. Well, like, uh, maybe that Arthur Fist was about him, but maybe it was just about how the Cavs suck. Yeah. No, I don't think – I actually don't think he is like, – like, I don't think he fought – with Kyrie particularly. Like, Kyrie demanded a trade. It wasn't like LeBron ran him out of town or something. And Um, also, weirdly, Kyrie has become a better basketball player now. Like, look, we make fun of Brad Stevens a lot and how everybody thinks he's a genius because he coached an all-star game or whatever, but... He has actually turned Kyrie Irving into like a complete player. Which he is, is he is a, yeah, he's a great, great coach. I mean, he's, Kyrie's uh, like a like a probably a top three MVP candidate currently. 
I gotta say, no disrespect to how he looks now, too, but like uh, second year Shelvin Mack, uh, Matt Howard, Brad Stevens, one of the best looking college basketball coaches of all time. <laughs> wow. Clearly, you never saw Adolph Rupp in 1847. <laughs> um... <laughs> I like I like sometimes when they talk about like when people will kind of minimize the the horrible racism of Kentucky basketball. Mm-hmm. Like, oh well, you know, it's a different time, whatever. Then you're like, what was what was their legendary coach's name? Oh, Adolph. Yeah, coaching well into the 60s. It is weird to think this is a weird tangent to go on. Okay. But it is weird to think that Pat Riley was one of the white guys in the Glory Road game. He's it's it's really incredible. <laughs> it's it's amazing that I mean I guess he I guess he has talked about this recently. His path is so improbable. Yeah. Like going from broadcaster to head coach of NBA champion in like 18 months or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just Yeah, it's really weird. All right, anyway, yeah. enough about weird Pat Re- Pat, Pat Riley's weird life. Uh Pat Riley bad guy in Glory Road. Never forget <laughs> it. Um he's ba- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> uh do you uh, do you have anything to say about Kyrie wearing a mask? No, I think maybe just the mask part really made me think about Kobe and that black mask he wasn't allowed to wear. Uh, wasn't it LeBron who had the black mask that he wasn't allowed to wear? I just remember Kobe having... Am I thinking of just Kobe's photo shoot? There was a point when he had like a crazy mask, right? Yeah, no, Kobe did have a black mask. Okay, yeah. But I re- the, LeBron also had a black mask, but the NBA banned LeBron's black mask. Oh, okay. <clears throat> well, yeah, that would be the ultimate LeBron mask revenge, right? If they that, let that's... if they let Kyrie wear a black mask, uh, that would be... oh, LeBron's <laughs> mask looks ridiculous. It was like a bat. LeBron's mask was like a Batman mask. Well, his was like a Batman villain mask almost, whereas <laughs> Kobe's looks like he. You know what I was gonna Kobe's say? He looks look like more a... like like an S and M thing. That's like what I was like... gonna say. I was like, it does. I was like, it kind of looks like a superhero. And then I'm like, no, this is like what everybody has to wear at an eyes wide shut party. Yeah, LeBron's was like straight up like a fake Batman thing because it yeah. had like a like a Christopher Nolan Dark Knight Batman thing because yeah. it also had like a. Uh, it looks like, like it's like ridged, it. yeah, yeah. And it's really shiny. <laughs> Just imagine him saying like, "Mario Chalmers, <laughs> stop dribbling so much, Commissioner Gordon." <laughs> well, you know, uh, he did play for the Heat because some men just want to watch the world burn. I don't know if we've mentioned this on the podcast, but uh, Albert Batman's Butler. Definitely confessing to genocide in the Dark Knight. <laughs> he talks about, yeah, when tells he, a story about burning yeah. down a village in Burma. Still, the best part is when he's like, a ruby the size of a tangerine. Yeah. That's the best part of that uh, we burned story. Down, we burned down the forest. <laughs> we murdered hundreds of people. Why do you think <laughs> I have to work 
as a butler and not telling anyone my real identity. <laughs> Master Wayne, Interpol is here again. <laughs> like, why did they have this convenient cave? That's where Alfred was hiding from, from like, the, yeah. Um, the International Court of Justice is like, what happened to him? Well, you know, he's stealing these rubies. He made them in a stack. And then we, you know, murdered 400 people, <laughs> men and women. Master Wayne. <laughs> the Court of Justice said, we're going to find you. And then you said, I told you so. And I don't want to say it now. <laughs> All I uh, want to do is go on vacation one week a year and not get extradited to pay for my capital crimes. Sometimes I, Master Wayne, I'll wake up, I'll hear the screaming. <laughs> Where's Rachel? All right, anyway. <laughs> um, Sean, you have a big three update? Yeah, you we wanna... have a... Three minutes of the big three. Big three. Three minutes. It's a three for all. I get a lot of big three press releases, given that I am. I, I still don't think I'm the woge of the big three, but I feel like maybe I'm um, like the Chris Broussard of the big three at this point. Oh, in terms of my man, stature that's, in the media that's community. Bad. Not, <laughs> not gotta, as homophobic. Rate that stature, dude. Maybe I should. <laughs> Do you think I'm at like you have to Dan... either raise or lower that? Stature. That's true. That's true. Do you think I'm maybe like the Dan Divine of the Big Three? I'm trying to think of where I rank. I don't. Yeah, know. that's closer. I think you're like the. Yeah, I mean Dan Divine is great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, and he's... so are you. Well, thank you, thank uh, you. But Dan there's... Divine is funny, there... like you are. There's a much smaller field. I'm just, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, there's just not a lot of people who are are doing. Anyway, uh, the Big Three announced. Look, this is this is very exciting. Big three news. Uh, they're bringing a lot of people back. So mm-hmm. the entire undefeated trilogy team, the champions, which was Rashad McCants, James Flight White, uh, Kenyon Martin, Al Harrington, and uh, who was their other guy? Well, whatever. Dan they're Devine all would know. Yeah, damn it. Uh, they're all coming <laughs> back. The undefeated team is coming back. Uh, Kmart was executive of, well, he was captain of the year, so he was basically the co-captain of the year. Uh, he was executive of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Al Harrington had some ridiculous award, like, too many skills to stop or something. <laughs> anyway, they're all coming back. Uh, many of the captains are coming back and kind of staying with the teams, which I think is cool because... If it was just a random redraft every year, I feel like they're being smart in keeping the captains with the teams. So you can actually have some, like, continuity, but also it just doesn't feel as random, you know? Sure. So Chauncey Billups and Stephen Jackson are going to continue being co-captains, and they have added... Uh, Who have they added, Chauncey? To the yellingest team in the league, uh, Ron Artest. You mean Metal World Peace, right? You know, I I thought it should be Metal World Peace. He is apparently playing under the name Ron Artest, even though his name is legally Metal World Peace. 
That is the weirdest thing I've ever heard. And I don't, it's not like explicitly put out there, but it sounds like the thinking is that he was defensive player. Ron Artest was defensive player of the year. Ron Artest was an NBA champion and an all Ron Artest and Steven Jackson went into the stands. Right, right, uh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, someone, yeah, we're, well, I would say, though, that, that on the trilogy, well, on, on their team last year, mm-hmm. uh, the this is the Killer Threes, I believe, is right. the team. Um, they did come the closest to fighting, and it was probably Steven Jackson and their coach, cap, slash Captain uh, Charles Oakley. And I also thought that Charles Oakley was going to fist fight James Flight White. So, wait, hold on, point. hold on. Uh, something just happened to me here. I just yes. had a realization. What's that? So this team is Steven Jackson. Yes. Chauncey Billups and Ron Artest. Ron Artest. And All three of those people were at the Malice in the Palace. Oh, you're right. Chauncey Billups was there. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's the Malice in the Palace team. That is team. Oh, my God. Joey. <laughs> Are they going to play at the Palace of Auburn Hills? Oh, my because... God. Right, because it still hasn't been knocked down yet or yeah. anything. <laughs> oh, my God. They could get that fan. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, they have to play. They have to get Ben Wallace. They got to get Jermaine O'Neal, too. Yeah. And they got to get that fat kid for Jermaine O'Neal to almost <laughs> That turtle-looking guy. I don't think Jamal Tinsley is legally allowed to play in the big three at this point. But I'm maybe. surprised Ron Artest and Steven Jackson are legally allowed to be on the same team anymore. Right. This is crazy. Like, yeah, wouldn't this have to be a stay away order of some kind? <laughs> this is crazy because it's three people who were there at the Malice in the Palace coached by Charles Oakley, who desperately wanted to be there i don't believe he was still an active nba player he was not on either <laughs> team but like that would have been such oakley shit man i mean St- charles oakley has gotten into a fight in the stands at an nba game yeah in the last 12 Recently. months so yeah. <laughs> oh my god they so they're gonna have to name that team malice dude they've just got oh that would be so tight if they named that team malice <laughs> I'm gonna write. I'm just gonna write to the Big Three's PR guy and suggest that Joey. <laughs> All right. Any other big Big Three news you want to well, look? Go over? I, I'm serious. I will suggest this. We're gonna take a look and who else do they add to that team? I mean, they already had Reggie Evans, who they could theoretically retain. I think they have to add only Pistons and Pacers. So, okay, so so we're looking at David like, Harrison, uh, <laughs> Austin Crochet, maybe. Yeah. Um, who else was on that team? Jamal Tinsley, of course. Um, yeah. Oh, Rashad McCants was the guy I didn't remember on trilogy. I apologize to Rashad McCants. Congratulations, <laughs> you thirty-year-old man dominating these old guys. Um, man, that, that's a good destination for Ruben Patterson, obviously. No, Ben Wallace. Ben Wallace. Come, yeah, come they've got to the add Rashid, too. they got to get Rashid to play. Oh, Sheed, Sheed and actually, Ben Wallace. 
<laughs> this is incredible for Sheen. Half court, uh, big rewards for just shooting. Um, man, that would be so much fun. God, if they had Rasheed Wallace on the team. I mean, he almost has to be a captain, but... <laughs> I would also I would also not be opposed at all to him. Uh, the thing is, he and Iverson would be such a great, super Philly-heavy combo, but neither of them would show up to games. Right. So you just... And no one would even really be that mad. It'd be like, of course, she didn't come. Like, he's doing something. He's got a lot to do. Uh, by right, the way, um, oh, also, they retained Rick Barry. Rick Barry was signed a two-year contract extension. Uh, was... Can we play him yelling at the Warriors fans right now? Yes. Come on, people. You fans are the greatest fans in the world. That's everybody said that. Show a little bit of class. This is a man that I've spent some time talking to. He is going to change this franchise. This is crazy. Seriously. Come on. You're doing yourself a disservice. Thank you, robot. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, let's talk about the NBA. Um, yeah. Rudy Gobert is out for six weeks. Sean. Yeah. What, how do you feel about this? Uh, it I I hate listening to people talk about the Utah Jazz. It's the worst. It's really terrible. Like, <laughs> I mean, I it's different if people are just like I like that they like like our our friend Corbin Smith. He said that he likes the Jazz because they they have a lot of goons and they're just a bunch of mean players. I like that. I don't like people on Twitter getting really mad about. Rudy Gobert's NBA 2K rating. You know what I mean? Like, like, it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. They lost Gordon Hayward. It's fine. You know what I mean? Like, 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 Rudy Gobert is a really great player, but you know he's not. He's not really good offensively. Or can, yeah, can he be your best player? That's what I don't get about the Jazz, man. Yeah. I already didn't pick them to make the playoffs. Yeah, because also this happens to Rudy Gobert every season. Um. And also, Derek Favors does not exist. Yes, so that's the, he's, he's supposed to past. fill in. I mean, I, yeah, in theory, the yeah, in theory, Derek Favors is going to step up and play center for the Jazz. But in actuality, because he does not exist, thirty-two-year-old former Euro MVP Ekpe Udo will be their starting yes. center. This is this is a false flag operation from the Utah Jazz. I think we know this. Uh, I kind of suspect Tanner Ainge, to be honest. I think he might be involved. But uh, you are the only person in the world who talks about Tanner Ainge. Yeah, the, the, and, Danny Ainge does not talk about Tanner Ainge well, as much Danny as Ainge, we talk about Tanner Ainge. Dan, Danny Ainge for sure. He's. I don't think he and Tanner are on speaking terms after that Hayward <laughs> signing. Um, well, get better, Rudy. Get better. Uh, yeah, I do. I do like having him in the NBA. It is it is tough for the Jazz just because uh, the bad teams in the Western Conference are better than we expected, and that is going to yes. make it like pretty brutal. Just like because the Phoenix Suns have won five games. Yeah, yeah. the 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 Los Angeles Lakers are not good, but they are difficult to play. Yeah. And yeah, no, they're. I don't know. I don't. I don't. 
there's just not that much margin for error when you're in the West, which is why, like, yeah, you know, the Clippers, it, obviously when they get Gallinari back and everything, they'll, but, but these games still count, you know? Uh, anyway. <laughs> um, all right, one last piece of news before we get to a game we're going to play. Oh, yeah. Uh, Mike D'Antoni, Sean. Yes. Obsessed with Starbucks. Yes. Is there anything surprising about this at all to you? Uh, well, reading the story, the thing I, I most enjoyed is he, you know, this is from him playing extensively in Italy. Um, does ever does everybody know that Kobe Bryant chose number eight because it was Mike D'Antoni's Italian? I basketball? knew that. It's so I don't cool. know. It's such yeah. a weird thing, but yeah, uh, you know, star player in Italy. But he just began drinking uh, Italian coffee all the time, and this is before the coffee boom in America. Uh, and he he goes to Starbucks because he finds it the most authentically Italian. Like, that's what he thinks is the closest. Well, and there's a funny quote in it where he's like, I don't even like the coffee, but I go two times a day. <laughs> yeah, he gets like a non-fat vanilla latte. He gets he gets one of those in the morning every day and apparently is so fanatical about it that he's literally like, don't talk to me until I've had my coffee. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then... On game days, he will drink a venti, like a giant coffee, uh, to prep for games. Which, none of this is surprising. But he... it's hilarious that it's Starbucks to me. Yeah, there is. it is weird that it's Starbucks. Because it's like, it's very similar to Danny Ainge's Chipotle black card. Except Mike D'Antoni is paying... For Starbucks, he is he is paying, but he it does mention <laughs> that he keeps track of his Starbucks star rewards. Oh, of course. So he like gets a free drink. Um, yeah, hates hates going to Utah because of they don't have Starbucks. Anyway, it's uh he does seem very caffeinated. But my question is, is he possibly a basic bitch? No way, dude. He gave Bernie Sanders money. Oh, you're right. You're right. <laughs> and he, oh, actually, and he got rid of his mustache, which is like an anti for for a man. You know what I mean? Like he 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 dehipsterized. Someone should convince him to grow it back in a November one of these times. Oh, that would be great. What if he What if he went back and was like, "I am growing the mustache and this goatee." <laughs> <laughs> he should just grow like one of those like a uh, great train robbery. Oh, that would uh, be great. Yeah. Where it's sideburns connected to a mustache. Oh, that would be great. <laughs> because we have had some I mean, there the the facial hair situation for NBA coaches is I would say ramping up with Frank Vogel. Frank Vogel's Frank evil beard. <laughs> yeah. It seems like look, I think I've talked about this before, but yeah. Frank Vogel's beard See, I worry that it's controlling him and oh. not the other way around. <laughs> yeah, like he just he 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 grew it once. He's like, ah, I'm in Florida. It's my new life, and now he's he can't get rid of it. Yeah, the beard won't let him. 
It's like star DJ Augustine. <laughs> yeah, and the beard is a better coach, apparently. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right, Sean, you've got a game for us we got to play. I do. This is a new feature. Yeah, so this is a game called Gods or Frauds. So what Ooh, we're nice doing rhyme. is, yeah, we're, like we're going to discuss people and teams that are doing well in the NBA, and we have to decide if they are truly great, that is, gods or shameful pretenders, frauds, hoodwinking us with illusions and falseness. All right, mm. so, so Joey, I'm going to, we're, we're going to look at who's doing well, and it's like, is this sustainable, basically? Sure. All right. Uh, the number one is the Detroit Pistons. Now, Joey, you picked them to make the playoffs out of pure spite. Uh, I did not. I, I pulled them from the eight seed at the last second because I did not like the team at all. But they have won five in a row. They have won eight of their last nine, including a win over the Warriors. Are the Detroit Pistons, are they gods or frauds? Um, They are frauds, but they're still going to make the playoffs, especially with this seven-game lead they have. Yeah, I mean, they're... The thing is, like, to to safely make the playoffs, they're 10-3 and three right now. So, say they go 35-34 and 34 the rest of the way. That is a solid 45-win team. That is the yeah. sixth seed in the <laughs> Eastern Conference. So, I mean, it's, it is a big cushion. And honestly, like right now, just because they're ten and three now, even to win fifty games at this point is like, well, you know, they'd only they'd only really have to go forty and twenty. You know what I mean? Like they they're but banking. Here's the thing. Yeah. If Reggie Jackson is a god, like a like a a Greek style god, he is like the god of like irritability. Uh, and eventually these guys are going to get annoyed with him again. Oh, oh, he's going to, he is flying too close to the sun. <laughs> exactly. <already>. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, also Andre Drummond is going to start missing free throws again. I mean, I think he did in that heat game. I want to say he, let me look at the, let me look this up. Dramatic podcast audio. Uh, he had a game. It was not against the Heat. Who they took care of? Are people going to games? By the way, in this new, the this new arena that no, no. One, people are not Little Caesars Arena. No, it's they're having a hard time filling. Little it. Caesars Arena. Jesus. Yeah, he's uh, he went O of eight. On uh, Wednesday against the O of seven from the free throw line mm-hmm. on uh, last week, but then he went fourteen of sixteen from the line uh, five days earlier. So it looks <laughs> like he is now pretty capable of shooting. I mean, he's shooting. 60, I don't buy it. He's shooting sixty three percent on the season still. So you know, I I don't buy it. He's I mean, I think. Again. I think he can. Sh- I I wouldn't be shocked if he could shoot sixty percent. I would. Yeah, that would mean he jumped from like twenty to sixty. I I just think like shooting sixty percent from free throws is. 
it's such a low bar. But yeah, I mean his his top. But sixty before... is like good enough where you don't hack him. Right. So his his previous high is forty one point eight percent. Yeah, a twenty percent jump seems like too much. Do you think he could be a fifty percent free throw shooter all year? That I could see. Yeah. But you at fifty you still hack. You have to get to sixty to stop being hacked. Yeah. And well, even and... then occasionally you'll get hacked. Isn't he also um still kind of a net negative when he's on the court? I don't know. Honestly, I have not been paying attention to the Detroit Pistons. Like I didn't I actually did not even see the game where they upset the Warriors, but uh it seems like uh their bench is like legitimately plays very well. Like Anthony Tolliver yeah, Anthony uh, Tolliver rules. I love that guy. Galloway is pretty useful, and it seems like Luke Kennard. Luke Kennard, dude. Uh, as much as it's, it's Tatum and NBA player Tatum and Kennard just just kicking ass <laughs> this year. Thank God, Jaleel Logafer is still there to drag Duke's name in the dirt, <laughs> and Warriors owner Chris Cohen's son goes there. So, uh, speaking of. Guys who should have played for Duke. Yeah. Uh, this is a tangent, but did you see that uh, um, Jimmer and uh, Starberry got into a an altercation in a Chinese basketball oh. game last night? Oh, it was fantastic. <laughs> it was... So, at, it it's basically... There's some... Sorry about that. Uh, so there is some contact in this. You the, the video is great. It's a very aggressive <laughs> fight. Uh, how much older is is Marbury than Jimmer? Like like fifteen years older. I was gonna say twenty. Because yeah, because Marbury at this point has got to be like he 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 has to be forty now, right? He, I, he's got to be older. He's, he's four. He is forty exactly. He just turned forty this year. Okay. Right. And how old is Jimmer? Well, Jimmer's not twenty, so. Yeah, Jim, Jimmer's not twenty, but he's also not too old. He is twenty. Jimmer's twenty-eight. <laughs> so he's in his prime. He's in his Chinese. Uh. Anyway, the the uh. When Jimmer pushed Marbury, Marbury basically lost and got right in his face. Uh, quite an altercation. And so, did you see Marbury's quote? I did not see Marbury's quote. So, he did not really fight him. He just got in his face, and it looked crazy. But then he said, his quote was, Getting suspended for the season wasn't worth letting him feel the real power, so I settled with a hug and a good game after the game. All is well. I'll see them in Beijing. So that's what Stefan Marbury refers to punching someone as, as letting them feel the real power. <laughs> it's so great. Uh, this is also... Uh, Marbury is now on a new team, not the one he he dominated. Uh, he is he's playing for the Beijing Beikong Fly Dragons. 
All right. Anyway, back to this game. Sorry, yeah. I derailed it. Oh, that's all right. Game. That's all right. Uh, okay. So number two, we we've decided that. Oh, oh, we think the Pistons are frauds who will still make the playoffs. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Tobias Harris is shooting incredibly well. Joey, did you know he got LASIK surgery in the offseason? Uh, I love that. Yeah. Uh, I love when an NBA player gets LASIK. Yeah. Um, and I like I love Tobias Harris. Uh, frankly, he deserves better than this Pistons team. Yeah. But, but maybe he... that's what he's doing. <laughs> maybe he's a god. Yeah, sure. that's right. <laughs> Tobias Harris. Drummond is a fraud. Harris is a god. Okay. Yeah. Um, your number two team, the New York Knicks, fifth place in the Eastern Conference. They are seven and five after starting the season zero and three. Joachim Noah is coming back. They are releasing Mindaugas Kuzmingas. Uh, Doug McBuckets McDermott is on fire. Yeah. They should not be releasing Mindaugas. He's good. I mean, he's not good, but he's good. You know what I mean? You're saying he should be on an NBA roster slash playing for the New York Knicks. Yes. Because why do the the Knicks the Knicks are so weird? They have all these good like youngish bigs, and they're like, "Well, we've got to cut one for Yokim Noah." So right now, according to ESPN, their depth chart. Uh, it, I'm just going to give you the front court here. Yeah. Although Ron Baker is confusingly listed as a shooting guard, <laughs> although I believe that's because Jarrett Jack is currently a starting point guard, so that'll probably flip. Uh they're, they're forwards. They got at small forward. It's Tim Hardaway Jr., Doug McDermott, Lance Thomas. Completely makes sense. Power forward, Porzingis, and Michael Beasley is listed in the backup. Here we're at center. Ennis Cantor, Kylo mm-hmm. Quinn, Willie Hernan Gomez, and Yoakam Noah. Yeah. Does it feel like Kuzmingas is not good enough to be on that depth chart? That's a no, but like for okay, look. Doesn't it feel like he can all of their good players are centers. Yeah, and he's he's like a three four, right? He's not yeah, he's like a he's more like a four, I think. But do, doesn't it seem like there there's not so much overwhelming talent? Yes. But still, it is weird. So Ennis Cantor NBA player. Kyle O'Quinn, NBA player. Willie Ho- Hernan Gomez, NBA player. Mindaugas Kuzminskis, NBA player. Joachim Noah, retire! <laughs> right. Well, he has three more years left on his contract. <laughs> uh, he has not him. been in... That's crazy that Noah's coming back. And I guess he... Um, I guess they got rid of him because they were worried about Jared Jack's health, so they wanted to keep Raymond Sessions. Weird. Know, weird this move. Is a weird team. Uh, they're frauds. They're falling out. Like, Porzingis is great, but uh-huh. he's going to get hurt. He's going to have the Rudy Gobert injury, and they're going to fall out. It's Yeah, it's weird looking at this team and just being like, how, how are so many guys, how, many, how do they have so many guaranteed contracts? Look, the Bucks and the Sixers are going to make the playoffs, so somebody's got to fall out of this top eight here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think it's the Knicks and the uh, 
Um, I don't know. I guess the Magic or the Pistons. <laughs> Who somehow are in the top three? It's actually gonna be like, like, yeah. Two. Who's gonna drop out? Two and three. They're gonna drop out. I mean, I guess the Pacers at six and eight could also drop out, but I picked them to make the playoffs for some reason. Um, <laughs> Wait, did you? You didn't pick them to make the playoffs, didn't I? No, Mike Mike Malloy did. Oh, I mean, I was okay. You actually picked the Pistons at eight. I was. I meant I was go. Oh, that's right. I was gonna pick the Pacers, and then I was like, "Who cares, Pistons?" <laughs> yeah. Did you take? Did you take the Hornets? I did have the Hornets in the playoffs, yeah. God, we had such weird picks. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so of the teams that are out of the top eight, I'm going to say the Cavs are going to make it. This is uh, a yeah. bold a bold call. <laughs> yeah, there's not a ton of separate. The, the Magic, I'm going to call it the Magic, are not going to make the playoffs. <laughs> Frank Vogel's beard is going to get power mad, and then it's going to start killing people, so... All right, uh, so frauds for the Knicks. Okay, number three on Gods of Frauds, the Chinese judicial system. Gods. <laughs> so, Liangelo Ball and his... Mort- I don't want to cause an international incident. Gods. They're gods. You're right, you're right. And actually, we want to thank the CEO of Alibaba. Uh, we want to thank Rakuten. We want to thank... We actually want to thank the Shanghai Sharks and uh, the people at the Starbury Corporation... Yeah, we don't want to make waves right now. We know our president may have been offending some people over Wish. there. Wish.com. Uh, over. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Wish.com, please. Uh, <laughs> we know that we don't. We would not overfeed your fish, countries of Asia. Uh, I think, are we okay with the Trans-Pacific Partnership? Uh, I don't know. I don't I, know. I can't anyway. remember what I'm supposed to think about this I can't one. remember if I'm pro-TPP or anti-TPP, whatever. Uh, uh, I'll yeah, have so, an answer later. So, yeah, so it seems like Leangelo's under house arrest. They are not going to go to a Chinese prison. They're under hotel arrest. Um, the two questions I had, uh, would LeVar Ball ever say Leangelo doesn't lose two trials in one week? Hmm. I think he'd say it. Yeah. I think he would, yeah. I mean, actually, it's kind of hard to lose two whole trials in one calendar week. Like, yeah. Like, you can just probably get continuances. And... Anyway, uh, also, Arash Markazi, who has been on the ground, boots on the ground, mm-hmm. uh, has the ear of the ball family. This is like the greatest week of his it's life. It's the greatest week He's of his life. He's been on SportsCenter like a hundred times. Yeah, and apparently has been. Uh, just... And he is normally a guy that ESPN sends to, like, Dodger games to Instagram the food. I mean, just... And yet just, he's... <laughs> again, very enjoyable. To, to I mean, we were standing next to him at the big three draft. So that's what his status... Yeah. He's at least... He's definitely better than that, but he's also not too good for that, if that makes sense, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So he's in China for unrelated reasons. I believe he was covering Wait, the he wasn't League covering Le- UCLA? Well, he was there for there was like a League of Legends thing. So maybe it was all always planned to be bundled in with uh UCLA and Georgia Tech going to China and he might that might have been the plan all along. 
But it wasn't ESPN didn't fly him out uh, to cover the incarceration, and then it was the biggest, uh, you know, Asian prison scandal <laughs> since John McCain. Maybe I don't know. Ooh. No, since that caning kid, dude. Well, it is a Michael Faye thing. You're right. You're right. It's it's the Singapore caning kid. Because even things where like there's political prisoners in North Korea and like. Clinton seduces them out of the country or whatever he did. <laughs> that seems like lower profile than uh, the American vandal gets caned. <laughs> A secretly wildly important cultural moment. <laughs> Immortalized in a Weird Al song and again, like we said last week, three different movies about, how, about crazy Asian prisons. Alright, um, but yeah, uh, keep going. All right, uh, so yeah, so the Chinese judicial, they are gods, absolute gods. Uh, number four, the Houston Rockets, they are 11-3, and three. even more impressive than that, they're 7-1 and one on the road. Um, they have got Chris Paul coming back, I think within the week, I believe he's practicing with the team now. Mm-hmm. Um, P.J. Tucker appears to be the toughest player they have had since Chuck Hayes, they beat the Cavs last week. Uh, they're basically beating everyone, and the only teams they're really having trouble with are the Philadelphia 76ers. Are they gods or are they frauds? Gods. Yeah, I think they're legitimately really good. Um, Just because P.J. Tucker is really perfect for this team because he's still not really, like, good from three, but he's just good enough. He's really good. Yeah, he's He's a step up the Roberson line. And... um, He's Capella's like, playing tough too, but he's also the kind of guy D'Antoni always like loves. He's like yeah. basically like a giant Rajah Bell. Uh oh, yeah, totally. And he's he has a like a chip on his shoulder in the way that other guys on the team sort of don't. Um, the only thing that worries me, Chris is... Paul will fuck this up for two weeks though. Before <laughs> he, he definitely takes... he definitely could. I'm uh. Eric Gordon is also awesome. Yeah. And I'm wondering if he was really basically just awesome the whole time and just his knees failed him for three years. I think that's probably true. Yeah, he's right. like he's like tough. And, oh, oh, the other thing is um, Mike D'Antoni apparently panics when he goes to Utah because there's not a Starbucks. I'm wondering, mm-hmm. is it possible that Boris Diaw buried his espresso machine somewhere in Utah before <laughs> leaving. I think he threw it in the lake and oh, it's just oh, yeah. floating there. He uh, <laughs> he hit like he hit like a thirty foot game winner for his French team this week too. It's really awesome. It's like um, this really really long Steph Curry shot, but he's not even like dribbling into it and just drains it like it's a free throw. It's great. All right, Sean, who's next? Who's next? Denver Nuggets. They're now third in the West after our very last podcast. We're like, are they doomed? (laughs) Is the season falling apart? (laughs) This team makes no sense. They need a trade. They need to fire their coach. Uh, Yeah, so they they are third in the West right now, even though I believe their record is still only like six and five. Uh, It is. They are. Oh, eight and five. They're eight and five. And they have a I... 2.4 differential. Yeah. 
I hesitate to call them gods. I I can see why you wouldn't want to call. But I think they're good. Like, I think they're going to make the playoffs. I think this is pretty <laughs> encouraging. They are, they are, they have had a lot of home games mm-hmm. relatively, but it also just seems like it took a little while. And now Paul Millsap is like, he blocked six shots against the Thunder. And he just seems like, I think when you have guys that are not necessarily terrible on defense, it really helps to have like a grown-up good defensive player there. Yeah, I think that makes sense. Like, I wonder if Jokic still seems like he's pretty bad, but he's also big. So maybe just kind of having, I don't know. It seems like this is something that is going to make like Gary Harris be in the right place a lot more. Mm-hmm. And you know, yeah, it. They, I think they're going to make the playoffs, but they're still kind of frauds. Only in the sense that Emmanuel Mudiay is hitting like forty-eight percent of his threes. Yeah, I feel they're like, like that like, might um, keep up. <laughs> they're like a. Uh... Like Hercules's or something, where they're like part fraud, part god. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> yeah, that's a really good point. Uh, yeah, and I think they probably at some point will make uh some kind of a reversal of the Jameer Nelson for Richard Jefferson thing that they did. They'll just get somebody like a Jared Jack or the Knicks aren't giving up Jared Jack dude no he is running that show but I'm trying to think who would be the guy like a I don't know there, there's plenty of veteran point guards that could come to that team like a Devin Harris you know something like that they need somebody better ideally they would get somebody better but I can see them <laughs> also just wanting a guy who you know, can throw an entry pass and, like, kind of run yeah. offense. But we shall see. Okay. Uh, number six, Thor Ragnarok. Gods. Gods. Literally gods. Yeah. That, that was movie kind rules. of a trick question. And that movie good rules. Movie. Yeah. It's I good. don't normally like those Marvel movies, but that one was good. Yeah, they, they had jokes that weren't like, what, is somebody playing Galaga? He is playing Galaga. <laughs> Um, all right, next, John. Uh, Anthony Davis and Boogie Cousins currently averaging a combined 56 points and 26 rebounds a game. They no longer have to compete with Josh Smith for minutes, and the oh. Pelicans are the seventh team in the West. Are they gods or are they frauds? So just the two of them? Just the two of them. They're the gods, team. but their team is frauds. Uh, I. They're awesome, but... Could this team? The thing is, they're in seventh, but they're seven and six. So they're not making the playoffs. I think they might make the playoffs because <laughs> I just I'm not I'm not sure who's definitely better than them. The Trailblazers are better than them. I don't know that they're necessarily that much better. Like they don't play any defense. They have more guys, but they have like Boogie and. I would say that Boogie and Anthony Davis are better than anybody on the Blazers. Sure. But, like, 
isn't Drew Holiday like as good as the second best player on the Blazers? No, he's not as good as CJ McCollum. I, he's kind of in the same zone, though, I think. Although CJ McCollum is playing really, really well. I think McCollum's better than him um, by a pretty fair margin. Like, and I, you know me, I love Drew Holiday. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think they could be the eight seed. I just, uh, well, yeah, because the Jazz are falling out. Yeah, and the Clipper. I, I think they're. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. I think they could make the playoffs because I think the Jazz and the Clippers might fall a little too far here. The Clippers are currently in. I'm looking at the standings now. Are they in eleventh place? Yes. Yeah, those guys are playing together great, though. And part of it is just Boogie is racking up tons of assists. Yeah. So still would be nice if their lineups were less weird. But it Mm -hmm. just seems like, yeah, I mean, I think they'd be very vulnerable in, like, a playoff series. But it feels like night to night. This team is kind of a nightmare to play. They're two and three at home. That's not a good sign. Well, except except in the sense that they're five and three on the road. Right. That's That's very encouraging. (laughs) I mean, these are all obviously these are all very small sample sizes. But yeah, yeah, Jameer Nelson seems like that really helped. Well, Rondo's coming back though. Uh Don't forget. Man. <laughs> That's a problem. <laughs> Tony Allen's going to kind of be in and out of the lineup a little bit, but my my guy Etwan Moore is is really yeah, he's been good. He's been good. All right. Uh, All right. Next. But, yeah. Oh, next. they're gods. Their team is frauds. In yeah. my opinion. I M O. Yeah. Uh, ben Simmons. He is averaging God. eighteen, eight, and God. nine. Uh, so tight. Yeah. Ben Simmons is so fucking cool. Do you think he shoots with the wrong hand? Uh, I don't care. He can shoot with whatever hand he wants. Ben Simmons is fucking awesome. The Warriors, I had not heard an announcer talking about him shooting with the wrong hand to the extent that Jim Barnett of the Warriors did in the game. I mean, he would know, so maybe he should switch hands. Yeah, especially... In he's his... averaging 18, 8, and 9, dude. Yeah, that's crazy, right? He's, As a he's, rookie. He's so fun to watch look, look guys this nba right now are there are ne- are some guys who are early in their nba careers who just play unlike anyone else in the league or that i can remember ben simmons is one of those people uh just a 611 point guard <laughs> just... like an actual point guard yeah so tight oh man he rules uh jokic is so weird to watch because yeah. It's he just, cannot jump. He physically cannot. He feels jump. like he has no athleticism <laughs> and is like a tricky old guy who happens he to be literally. Years yeah, old. <laughs> he's like a young man who plays like forty-five-year-old Arvidas Sabonis, and he does he does like things that are clever, but also you're like, was that? Did you do On that because it was cool, or because <laughs> you just that was the least you could move? And still direct the pass to the right place. And it doesn't really matter which it is, but it's great. Um that Sixers team is uh maybe maybe too raw 
to make the playoffs. But they're making the playoffs. I'm telling you right now. Yeah, they're gonna make the playoffs. Yeah. Um. Do you think they're gonna get Greg Monroe? Why would they want Greg Monroe? I don't know, man. Just to <laughs> stick it to Okafor. Be like, here's another center we're choosing over you. <laughs> All right, uh, I think that yeah, I think the rumor is the Suns have expressed interest in Julia Lokifer. Okay. Okay. Uh, so he is a god. Uh, this is more of a potential concept. Kevin Durant, NBA blocks leader. Fraud. Fraud. He's third right now. I mean, he's a good shot blocker, but I don't think he's going to lead the league in blocks. I'm just thinking with Gobert out. Although he's only out like a month. That's not too bad. I mean, it's not like it's... You don't win the blocks. You're not the blocks leader for your total blocks, right? No, it's average per game. Per game, right? Yeah, it's average. Yeah. Uh, Do you think... Oh, by the way, do you think Dion Waiters made a dirty play uh, injuring Rudy Gobert? I honestly haven't watched it yet. I'm a bad I'm a bad NBA podcast host. Do you? No. No. Okay. Well, there we go. <laughs> I mean, he like dove for a ball. He was kind of reckless, but uh he does the thing is when a guy just sort of falls down anyway a lot, you got to take that with a grain of salt. Uh all right, last one. Gods or Fruds our 10th one finishing the segment. Uh, gods or frauds, people who regularly use all 280 characters on Twitter. Those people are worse than frauds and should burn in hell. That's just terrible. Uh, <laughs> well, Twitter, working your way to being completely unusable. Congratulations. Basically MySpace. Also, follow us on Twitter, at RoundRockPod, where we usually keep it below 80 characters, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. Also follow me on Twitter at Frankie Muniz, yes. <laughs> where I just tweeted icing my foot using a bag of peas while watching live PD. Life is good, yo. He's gonna win dancing. With, he's not gonna win dancing with the stars. Sean, plug your thing and then let's get out of here. Great. Uh, lots of yard markers stuff. Punchline December twentieth, hosted by Joey Devine. You can get tickets uh, on the internet or call the box office robot. Right. Give the box office number. You don't have to do that, robot. Trust the process. Trust the process. Shut it down. Let's go home. We turn it up. Another level. We, we burn it up. On that blue and yellow. We on that blue and yellow. Blue and yellow, that's what Ike wear. Ty Lawson like Freddy, cause he your worst nightmare. Andre Miller at the line, won't miss a bucket. City of the snow, I'm a Denver nugget. The Pepsi Center like the White House. Corey Brewer trigger happy, and he'll shoot your lights out. When McGee slam dunk, that's the best feeling. The biggest thing in the city like the Quest building. Celebrate so we poppin' Don Eager dollar gon' deliver like Papa John's I'm a 5-5 five, five gritter, I'll be chasing bread Kenneth Reed gon' dunk it, then shake his dread I love the city, but this ain't a love song I'm at Bubba Chino's getting my grub on Radio bums, let them know we love it Broncos, Avalanche, Rockies, Nuggets we, we up, up. Come on On another level, another level. Let's go 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. <laughs> 